You know, in the state of Florida, we have four historically black colleges and universities, two in the listening area, Edward Waters University and Bethune-Cookman. It's with uh, that in mind that we head up to Washington and WOKV's Kirsten Garris. This week, the Biden administration urging Florida's governor and governors in 15 other states to address a major funding disparity between land-grant HBCUs and their non-HBCU counterparts. Break it down for us, Kirsten, because it's a bit complex here. That's right. So these HBCUs are research-based schools in the states that have extensions to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So that is why there's a slight distinction here. So there are 18 HBCUs that fall into this category, and this includes Florida A&M University in Tallahassee. Now, under the law, the USDA explains that land-grant schools and their HBCU counterparts are required to receive equitable amounts of state funding from their governments. This week, the Biden administration sent out letters saying that these HBCUs are owed more than $12 billion that they should have gotten over the last 30 years. Now, leaders from the U.S. Department of Education and the Department of Agriculture sent this joint letter to Governor DeSantis and other governors this week, as you mentioned, in Florida, but also governors in Texas, Mississippi, Georgia, along with North and South Carolina. Now, in this letter, officials say that these HBCUs would be, quote, much stronger and better positioned to serve its students, your state, and the nation if made whole with respect to this funding gap. Now, it is worth noting the White House did say that land-grant HBCUs in the states of Delaware and Ohio have been equited, had been equally uh, funded with their respective universities, so they were excluded from this note. So as we look at the reason for the disparity and over the course of a generation, some 30 years, is this just blatant oversight or a mistake or something different? Is that even part of this investigation? So the Department of Education and Agriculture noted that they gathered this information. They got these numbers uh, based on data from the National Center of Education Statistics um, that range from 1987 to 2020. Um, in the note, uh, Secretary Cordona noted that, you know, they said, quote, this is a situation that clearly predates all of us. But they said that they wanted to find a way to work together to solve it. Um, now, as, you, as some people may know, I don't want to assume, HBCUs were formed in the first place because African American students couldn't go to traditional schools um, in states. So there is a layer of racism that, have, that has been ingrained in some different policies and how these schools have been treated in the past. But overall, uh, HBCUs have been less funded compared to other schools, and that is something the Biden administration has been calling for um, in general, whether they were land grants or otherwise HBCUs. And as we're looking at a government funding uh, uh, debate and the potential of a government shutdown and the nation's deficit continuing to grow, where does the $12 billion dollars to make up this funding gap come from? Yeah, so this is actually directed towards the states, not federal funding. This is directed to uh, the state government. So that is why you're seeing the White House uh, direct their attention to the leaders uh, of these different states. So we'll see where this goes. Um, I know we'll be following to see what happens um, and how these different states will react to it. I know the governor of Maryland, uh, Wes Moore, uh, his staff noted that they are taking a look at this. And other governors, uh, their staff has mentioned uh, taking a look at the numbers as well. So and only we'll FAMU would be impacted here in Florida, you said? Correct, because these are, again, land-grant schools. So often you might see the A&M or, or the A&T that usually stands for, like, agricultural and technology. So these are schools that are based in those kind of, uh, I should say, subject matters. Mm. A real important story. Appreciate the live update, uh, WOKV's uh, Kirsten Garrison. As we gather reaction, if we indeed hear from the governor's office about uh, reaction to this White House letter as well, we'll be sure to update you throughout Jacksonville's morning news.